So as we were wrapping things up, uh, Robin Albanese, uh, our incredible editor, guide, sage, amazing woman mm. that we've all loved serving with for years here at Cornerstone, she just asked us a really good question. She's like, you hit a lot on the tension, the wrestle, the need to die to ourselves. But she just asked us a question, why is it worth it? Like you had made a comment out of saying it's worth it, but why, how, what, what really is the thing that like, what's the payoff? What's the payoff, yeah. right? Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Jesus says, what's yeah. that life found in this counterintuitive way of living? Yeah. So I think like the difficulty of answering this is we've generally portrayed to people that the payoff is just heaven, mm. right? We'll just say heaven, heaven's the payoff. And Again, not a cloud. Yeah, Singing some songs. With a harp. Perfect and, waves every day, yeah. bro. <laughs> and you know, swimming with dolphins. <laughs> but there's a there's a side of this where it comes back to Genesis 1 and 2 again, right? Mm. Where if the intent of humanity is going to be that we are... The, well, it's the intention of God, not the intention, the intention of humanity. intention of God, that humanity yeah. would be these image bearers, is that then like actually bearing the image that... God has intended us to bear, right? And so the passage of scripture that came to my mind when you when you said it, and I wanted to come back to it again, but it was just Philippians 3, that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, that I may share in his sufferings, that becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible, I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, is this, this reality that you even brought up from a John 17 standpoint, mm. that I might know God, mm -hmm. that I might walk with him, be with him. And I think like that's where this, this journeying component is so important. The, the reality of new creation is that we will finally do it in the way that God intended from the very beginning. But yet we get the foretaste of it now. We get, mm -hmm. we get the appetizer. Like it's, it's here. And so I think the payoff is we get to be who God intends us and has intended us to be mm -hmm. from the very beginning. I don't know if you guys got some other thoughts on it, but that was the thought going through my mind at the time. I think when you read that from Philippians, like the fact that it's come right out of Paul saying, I've suffered the loss of all, all things, things for Jesus. And actually, I don't count those things as counting worth anything to me anymore because I want to know Jesus and yes. the power of his resurrection and even the fellowship of his suffering. Like how counterintuitive is that? Yeah. He's like, yes, I have been debased. I've lost the status and things that I, the gold, the brass rings that I grabbed earlier in my life that now I see is worth nothing. This, this counterintuitive way of not seeking power, not seeking prestige, but seeking to follow the example of sacrificial suffering of Jesus. He goes, yes, I've caught on to what's truly life. Yeah. Yeah, not just truly life, but under, I would say coming back to that, that understanding of what is it, what is what is it that God actually intended for humanity? Mm. Like I look at people as I interact with people in my own life, different seasons and going, you know, we want significance. We want comfort. We want all these things. And, and it's, it's, what does it mean to be human? You know, what does it mean to really flourish? What does it mean to thrive? And all of these questions. And ultimately I think what, what, God's intention for humanity was Jesus makes available and going, hey, you were intended to reflect the creator of the universe to the world around you. And, and Jesus is making a way for that to be possible. And the Holy Spirit is empowering you to do that. That's the payoff. You can actually do what I intended you to do. And, and yes, there's a like a eternal new creation reality of that. 
but there's like practically in the moment right now there's there's just like there's a peace that comes with the fact of going oh i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing yeah and i think that's where the spirit of god comes in doesn't make it easy <laughs> no i no. Yeah. well we've already we've we've yeah. really laid out the messy not easy part yeah but the spirit of god coming in and again this is the beauty of ones who have the spirit we're being told that to be conformed to the image of jesus is the great reward yeah. right to be mm -hmm. shaped and molded into the intent of god the yeah. like and that's where for me it becomes so important in this wrestle that the spirit of god does tell us what we rightly are to like have mm -hmm. as our end game and the end game is to be the intent of god to be these image bearers to look and walk and act like jesus yeah, in new creation that's going to be fully realized and now man i get moments and glimpses of going oh man you know what man christian you know what the way you interacted with your wife and kids just there that actually put jesus on display then five minutes later, you're doing a you know, oh, terrible okay. job of that. Or the way that he hey, suffered? Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, Todd, the way you walked through that suffering just there. Oh, man, that was amazing. You put Jesus on display. I saw Jesus just now. That's awesome. In new creation, that's going to be kind of the reality of every day, every yeah. moment. But right now, we catch glimpses of it. Yes. I think that's the part where I go, oh, man, the more I'm around other spirit-filled people, I catch glimpses. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I see it. It's the reward now and forever. Yeah, right? it's those little teasers that you go, oh, okay. Yes. I don't know if, if that's making sense to no. you guys, but I go, that's that's the payoff for me of going, man, we're, we're functioning the way God intended. It's going to be realized fully in new creation, and right now we catch glimpses of it in each other's lives, and hopefully the world around us can see it. Absolutely. I think, gosh, I, I find that so compelling because it makes this eternal, eternal life, not just a future thing I wait for that I can't quite wrap my hand around yet, but something that we actually get to have taste glimpses yeah. of, right? That like when when the New Testament writers talk about the Spirit as this guarantee, this deposit, if you will, like God, God's Spirit living within us to empower us, to transform us, is a gift of the future life of the kingdom given in the present. I remember one author saying it that way. They just stuck with me. It's the spirit is a gift of the future given to us in the present to, to whet our appetites, to, to start to bring this to a reality. I remember reading um, Tim and Kathy Keller's book on marriage where they talked about even just in this the, the relationship of like a believing husband and wife that like the beauty of it is that you get to see glimpses of the future glory that God is bringing to life in each other. And not just in within marriage, but within a fellowship of believers just in community together we get to see glimpses of what God is bringing to life in each of us and encourage that. How, in, how powerful does encouragement become in those moments mm. when you say, I see what God's doing in you. Right. I want to see more of it. Right. Or even sometimes the encouragement that says, that's who you used to be. That's what's going away. Be who God's called you to be right now. And that's so... Yeah. And it's in the mess. Oh, yeah. Right. Like it? everything we just talked about, the mess yeah. that we're talking about, right? Whether we're talking a James 1 reality or a First Peter 1 reality, where we consider it all joy, my brothers, and we experience trials of various kinds, knowing that that test based produces endurance, and endurance have perfect, we can make perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. That was they, fast, right? I know. Fast. But <laughs> that you might, I think the point is, is that yeah. like the mess is to be embraced because in it, Jesus, Jesus is demonstrated in these relationships where. Whether we as friends, we've had to confront one another before. We've had to work through yeah. heartbreaking issues in each other's lives. We've been able to have joyful moments, right? But in the end, in that process is where 
we yeah. saw Jesus manifested in our lives. But the the I think it was, still comes back to the payoff, which was Robin's initial kind mm -hmm. of the thing that launched this conversation was the payoff is I think you you, you have to go back and go what does it what does God actually intend for His creation? Humanity being the chief of creation, but but God intended, and we've historically, you know, the church and the creeds and the catechisms and whatnot, it's like, oh, to glorify God, which that's that's a good answer, and it's the right answer, yeah. but we don't use words like that anymore. And so then it's going, okay, so what does that even mean? And going, oh, what God intended for his creation, whether it's the rocks, the trees, the stars, man, you know what? God wants to be put on display. Mm -hmm. Humanity is the chief of that of his creation as image bearers, we get to put God on display. We get to reflect an aspect of God that's unique to anything else in creation. And man, sin made that more difficult, but it never changed God's intention. No. It just made it harder. Jesus redeems it. The Holy Spirit enables it and empowers us to do it. And so what's the payoff? We get to do what God wanted. Mm, yeah. You know, and then there's a, there's a, there's a crazy passage in in uh, 1 Corinthians 15 where it's it's kind of the future, kind of the reality of going, you know, and then comes the end, you know, where all things are brought into subjection, you know, to God, the Father. You know, and the last enemy to be brought into subjection is death. And it was like, well, Jesus defeats death through the resurrection, right? That whole section there. And then it says, and then Jesus hands the kingdom back to the Father. Father. And you just go, man, at the end, it's like God gets what he wants. Mm -hmm. It's like sin breaks it. And then Jesus goes, oh, you wanted a kingdom? Here, I, you know, I, I fixed it here. You know, hey, you wanted all these, you know, and it's like, oh, you wanted a bunch of image bearers? Here. You know, and it's, and it's like, oh, Jesus gives the father exactly what the father always wanted. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, that's the payoff. But I think then it's learning to find enjoyment in that. Yeah. Right, like, and I, and we do. There's those moments where we see Jesus in our lives or other people's lives, right? That that know Jesus. I think finding joy in that, and the other part that I've been wrestling through is that when I see it in others, do I celebrate it? With yeah, them? yeah. Because I think sometimes we forget to do that. We we're, we're, we'll confront them when they don't look like Jesus. But like, I've realized there's times in my own life where I don't come alongside of others and celebrate and be excited that. The intent for which God created you, I just saw it. Yeah. I saw the image of God coming out of you in the person of Jesus. And so for me, it's it's it it really is when you talked practical earlier, as we were kind of talking, it, it really is making sure that we we celebrate when we see the work of Jesus come to life and life in, in, in each other. And so mm. yeah, Robin, thank you. You can say you're welcome. She doesn't want to talk. She's over there. She's, she's clenching her lips together so she doesn't talk. But she's using sign language. We're so thankful she's here to, yeah. to do that. So it's so good. Any other thoughts on it since this is bonus material? Yeah, I just think that the God who created us to walk in relationship with him, it's for his joy and for our joy. Yeah. The God who has inexhaustible knowledge, who knows all mysteries wants, still wants, despite our rejection, despite our obstinacy, he still says, come with me. Yeah. Let me show you. Yeah. Let me show you how much greatness. Come work with me. Like just to not lose the sense of that yeah. privilege, that gracious, that when, when, when David says that in Psalm 8, what is man that will even register on your radar yeah. that you're even mindful of it? Yet you've crowned us with glory and honor and you put us over the work of your hands. 
you want that. You want that relationship with us. I want to want that too. Mm-hmm. And I think he wants us to see, let me show you what you can do yeah. once the Spirit of God grips your life. Right? Yeah. Like I, I, I think that is the fatherhood of God where I think he finds much joy in it, but I know he finds, he, we will find joy when that flourishing that you talked about earlier comes to life in us and out of us comes the very thing that we've prayed for and longed for. Mm-hmm. And then for the father to, to kind of almost say, see, I told you, mm-hmm. I, to- I told you this, this could happen in three, mm-hmm. which is powerful. So, yeah. Great. All right. Well, that was bonus material. We won't charge you for that one. That one is that one is is still free, like everything else. No advertising dollars. Well, I would like to do an advertisement since it's bonus material for EBC, and I would say like one of the things for me as a pastor that has been super helpful was when I was teaching at EBC as far as the interaction and the clarification. So, if you're looking for a good place to get biblical education. To not just get it as head knowledge, to not just get it as something that you just do to jump through the hoops so you can move on to the next thing. But if you really want to embody these things that we've just actually talked about, I'd encourage you to go to EBC. So it wasn't just so, bonus material in that way, but so do we have to pay sponsorship like dollars for that? Advertising dollars? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there... <laughs> no, but there's a whole other discussion there because what you just even said there, there's there's a whole lot more to be said about just the need for for biblical training, right thinking. Are you still going to do the thing where you bring on other pastors to talk through some of these things? Mm-hmm. So watch and wait. Yep. Right? Yep. But yeah, but I think just like this podcast, I think the importance is biblical training that really is for the local church Amen. and ideally fleshed out in the local church. So. Yep. And not even the way I've appreciated where you guys are going, not the way just the church used to be. But no. the, the way the church is and will be in the coming years, I think I've appreciated your, your guys' heart that way. Yeah, not, not trying to train and equip people for the church that was reality, but maybe a lot of us became followers of Jesus. And our default setting is we assume... We want to go back there. Yeah, we want to go back there because we knew it worked, right? Of going, man, you know what? Church in 1980s brought me to faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm that old. You are. That's pretty dang old. But but you know what I mean. Going, but but going. Yeah, we're trying to train and equip people for the church that that will be, yeah. and that that requires us to look a little differently. So, yeah. No, thank you for that. And we'll, we'll there's more to be said another time. But yeah, you lots. can send us the check later. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, have a have a, have a great day. Uh, love and appreciate all of you. Take care. Bye. Bye.